Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're beginning our readings on Revelation. And before we do that, let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the many blessings you've bestowed on us. You're a mighty God. You're a true God. You are the true God. And I'm grateful for all that you've done. I pray as we begin this reading of Revelations that our hearts and our minds would be open to you, that we would understand what you want us to to know, that there's things that we'll never understand and there's things that will be perfectly clear and they may be different for each person. So, Father, I just lift up this time. I pray that you would be the one speaking to us. I pray pray that our hearts and our spirits would be prepared to hear and to receive your message. And I just pray you'd be glorified in all that we do. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Revelations. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. I've been pretty nervous about doing it. I used to read it and study it a long time ago. And all when I came back to God... I always looked, I looked at it as something that was daunting, that it was confusing and that I just didn't want to do at the time. I didn't want to tackle it. And now I'm excited to do it. I've been reading with you for the last 90 some odd days about, and I've been doing other readings and just trying to understand more about God. And as my relationship has grown, um, I've gotten more excited about reading Revelations. Now, Revelations, I've I've been reading from various commentaries and and authors, and of course, one of them is A. W. Tozer, and they've really, you know, opened my eyes a little bit more to what Revelations is, and it's really Jesus revealing to us things that were happening then and in the present. And things that are going to come. Some of them we'll never understand. Some of them we'll hit home and we'll completely understand. And so we have to go with the the heart that whatever, Lord, you want us to know, we're open to it. And so that's really where I'm at. I want to read it, go through it. I also, in some of the readings, though, have understood that God is spirit we are spirit because we're made in his image yet most of everything we know is material and it's of this world and when we're dealing with the concept of heaven and what what is in heaven what the angels are like and what the um, the throne room is like and everything else the author uses words that he uses the words like or as to describe things because in heaven we don't have we don't have things on earth that are heaven like and we as men don't even know how to describe them so that's why we have to compare them and use language that we know and that we can relate to but we know it's not fully descriptive so here in the first chapter it's going to talk about you know eyes like fire or something along those lines. And it's always, and it's often and generally going to be using the word like 
and it's not that it is, but it's the only thing that they can use to describe it. So it's not a very, it's not even accurate, but it's the most accurate that we can be with the, with the uh, language at our disposal. The other thing that was a number of commentaries and authors said is, this is not complex. It doesn't require a theology degree. This is Jesus revealing to us his revelation. And so, again, we need to accept that we'll understand some of it, some of it we won't, and it depends upon where we're at with him. So with that, let's just go ahead and get started. Chapter 1, verse 1, Revelation. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave, gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the provinces of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come. So God is like, you know, always been there. And that's just, that's the amazing part. It's, it's referred to a lot in the Bible and it's just a constant theme that God was before time, has been during time, and he'll be there at the end. And from, from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him even those who pierced him, and all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and companion, in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. He had been exiled. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice, like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among them, the, among the lampstands, was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and, and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet, as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me, and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. 
I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades. Write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand, and of the seven golden lampstands, is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So that ends chapter one of Revelations. And I just want to close in a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to come before you and to hear your word. And while I understand that the Bible entirely is your revelation to us, that this book has special meaning to us, and I just pray you'd you'd walk with us each day as we read. I pray that you would be with us, that you'd speak to us, and that you'd work with us, that you'd open our hearts and our minds specifically as we read and go about this journey for the next three weeks. And I pray that you'd be honored and glorified, that we would take from this what you want us to know, that our hearts and our spirits would be available and open to you completely and fully, and that you who are the Word would make this Word real and alive to us. I thank you for all that you've done. And I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.